Well, good evening and welcome to Community Bible Church this evening. We're so glad you're here. You're good Baptist. You left the front rows for the latecomers. So thank you for thank you for doing that. Hey, we're going to start with singing some uh, Christmas carols, number 133. The words are going to be on the screen. If you'll stand, we'll sing Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Let's sing all three stanzas as we begin this evening. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Let's sing it together. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies with angelic Hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Christ by high is heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, late in time. Behold him come, offspring of the virgin's womb. Veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as men with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. Hark the herald angels sing. To the newborn king. Hail the heaven born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. Light and life to all he brings. Risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by. Born that men no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Hey, thank you for your singing. Let's uh, pray as we begin this evening. Lord, we are so um, grateful to be here tonight uh, to rejoice in the birth of the Redeemer, our Savior Jesus, who uh, came to this world to uh, come and be our Savior and our Redeemer. And so we rejoice in um, the birth of uh, our Savior, our King. And Lord, we pray that as we worship you tonight, all that we say, all that we do would glorify your name and uh, we crown you King in our hearts and in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, come all ye faithful is our next uh, Christmas hymn. So uh, number 145, if you need the number, you really don't. The words are on the screen. So let's sing that. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the 
King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Sing, choirs of angels, sing in exaltation. Oh, sing, all ye bright hosts of heaven above. Glory to God, oh, glory in the highest. Oh, come, let us adore him. Let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Yea, Lord, we greet thee. Born this happy morning, Jesus, to thee be all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing, oh, come, let us adore him, oh, come, let us adore him. Come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. All right, we have a number of specials for you tonight. Our first one is going to be uh, Caleb Reefmiller. Caleb?
Thank you, Caleb. Joy to the World is our next one, and the words are on the screen. We'll sing it together. Uh, one of our favorite uh, Christmas carols, Joy to the World. Let's sing all four stanzas. Why don't we stand, too? It's going to be our last time to stand for a while. We'll be done by 8 o'clock, so don't worry. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow. Far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of And wonders of his love, and wonders of his love, and wonders, wonders of his love. Thank you for your singing. You may be seated. Our next special is going to be a piano solo by Ann Walton.
Thank you, Anne, for that medley of Christmas carols. Well, Christmas time's a wonderful time of year, but it's also at uh, times a difficult time uh, because we sometimes feel the loss of someone that we've uh, lost in this last year, in the last several years. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I came across the song uh, by a fellow by the name of Craig Avon entitled Where You Are. And it reflects on um, those of us that might be sensing the loss of somebody during this Christmas season. So we're going to have that played by video on our screen. And I wanted you to get the words, so I think you have the words as well. And uh, so this is about four or five minutes long. But uh, this is Craig Avon, uh, Where You Are, Son of God. Merry Christmas, everybody. I wanted to do a song that I wrote um, for those of you who are grieving the loss of a loved one here this holiday season. You're missing them deeply. And I pray that in the midst of your pain, even now, this song would bring you comfort because it was written with you in mind. Christmas really hurts this time Cause you're not here to celebrate with me Tears fill my eyes And memories flood my mind As I place your ornament upon our tree Although this year I have a broken heart Son of God, you're with the Prince of Peace, you're with the one we're celebrating, and that thought amazes me, sometimes I still break down, grieving that we're apart, but the sweetest gift is knowing where you are, cause you're with the Son. Put your picture in the frame, the stocking with your name. Oh, God knows it's been hard letting go. I can't bring you back, but I see you again. And oh, that thought is healing to my soul. And I miss me.
I know how much this season was your favorite time of year. You love to help us decorate the tree. But now that you're with Jesus, can't imagine how you feel. Cause he's the one who bled and died upon the tree for you and me. You're with the Son of God. You're with the Prince of Peace. You're with the one we're celebrating. And that thought amazes me. Sometimes I still break down. Grieving that we're apart. But the sweetest gift is knowing where you are. Yes, the sweetest gift is knowing where you are. It's the sweetest gift is knowing you're in His arms. You're with the Son of What a great encouraging truth for those of us that are missing some folks this Christmas season. All right, we're going to sing again, Oh Holy Night, and uh, we'll sing all the stanzas. Let's sing it together, number 148, if you need the hymn book or the words are on the screen. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary soul rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh, hear the angels' voices, oh, now. Christ was born, oh night, oh holy, oh night, oh night divine. Give me the cue, dear. Okay. Led by the light of faith serenely beaming, with glowing hearts by his cradle we stand. So 
the King of kings lays us in lowly manger in all our trials, born to be our friend. He knows our need. To our weakness is no stranger. Behold your King before Him lowly bends. Behold your King before Him lowly bends. Truly He taught us to love one another. His law is love, and His gospel is peace. Chains shall He break, for the slave is our brother, and in His name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise. We wet all within us praise His holy name. Christ is the Lord. Oh, praise His name forever. His power and glory. Proclaim his power and glory evermore. Proclaim. All right, we made it. Thank you for thank you for your singing. Now uh, Diane's going to play another special on the piano.
Thank you, Diane. Now Rich Beamer is going to come, and uh, I think I think this is your premier performance on a guitar. Am I right with that? Yeah. All right. So, all right. Let's hope it goes well. First, Rich has sung a lot of times, but uh, he's taken up the guitar. So, uh, you're you're gonna. Hopefully, I'll sound like a sixth grade honor music student. Okay. <laughs> it's open for a sixth grade level here. <laughs> all right. Well, when the CD comes out, you can say you heard him here first. <laughs> that was great. That was great, Rich. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we're uh, kind of turning the corner and headed for home here with our, our service tonight. So uh, we're going to share just a few thoughts from God's Word. Uh, and then we're going to observe the Lord's Table communion. Uh, we will serve that to you. And uh, we, we call this open communion. So if you know Christ as your Savior, we invite you to partake of uh, the bread and the cup. And uh, we'll do that in just a moment as we think about uh, what Christ has done for us. And then following that, we'll close with our uh, candlelight uh, circle and uh, we'll be concluded for the, for the evening. But just a few thoughts. Uh, a new Christmas song that uh, I think was from 2020 from last year by a fellow by the name of Matthew West entitled, We Need Christmas. 
Let me share just a few of the words to that, uh, <clears throat> that Christmas song, uh, some of the lyrics. Uh, he writes, we need Christmas now more than ever to bring us together. We need Christmas, come on December, help us remember. We need Christmas now more than ever. The joy, the peace, and the hope that love can bring, and the bells hear them ring, let every angel sing, oh, we need Christmas. And if there's ever a time where we need Christmas, it's right now. That was written 2020 during the midst of uh, uh, the pandemic, and uh, we need Christmas every year. But especially when we think about what we've gone through in the last couple of years, we desperately need Christmas. Our world, our lives have changed since the last time we met here for a candlelight Christmas service. We did not meet last year. We did two years ago. Just think about the, the changes that we've experienced in those two years because of COVID-19 and a worldwide pandemic, and as much as we would like to wave a magic wand to make it go away, uh, put our head in the sand or get on an airplane and fly somewhere, and uh, you'll find COVID there as well, so we can't get away from it. Uh, We need Christmas. We've learned a whole new vocabulary in the last uh, couple of years. Words like social distancing, quarantine, spike proteins, Delta variant, Omicron variant, We've learned about the government agencies with the alphabet soup abbreviations, the CDC, the FDA. We've become familiar with the pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson and Merck. We've become familiar with vaccines and we've become familiar with boosters. But they want to focus on one word tonight in this new vocabulary that we've uh, all uh, come to know. And it's the word efficacy, E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y, efficacy. I looked it up in the dictionary. The definition is the power or capacity to produce the desired effect. There's a second definition, and I like it because it's much simpler. It's one word. Efficacy means effectiveness. And so as uh, the pharmaceutical companies came out with their uh, vaccines, Um, they began to um, boast about the efficacy. And so Pfizer Pfizer said 91% efficacy. And Moderna came out and said 90% efficacy, effectiveness. Sorry if you've got some Johnson & Johnson fans out here. 72% efficacy. And so we began to learn about all these these terms and, and how effective these shots were. And then we began to ask the question, well, how long does that effectiveness or efficacy last? And then they began to tell us, well, after about six months, mm, not so well. And so now we began to learn about boosters. And so uh, efficacy, I don't want to be a bearer of bad news on Christmas Eve, but I'm going to start with the bad news and then we're going to get the good news. The bad news is no matter how many shots you get, no matter how many vaccines you get, we are all going to die someday. That's the inevitable. And the Bible talks about that. Romans chapter 5, verse 12, 
The Apostle Paul writes, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, Adam, and death through sin, in this way death came to all people because all have sinned. And so the Apostle Paul tells us, uh, all of us, someday, unless Jesus returns in our lifetime, we are all going to die. Hebrews 9.27, it is appointed unto man once to die. In one sense, we could say that we are all infected and born with a virus. It's called the sin virus. We inherited it from Adam. David writes about it. The the psalmist David in Psalm 51, verse 5, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. And so every person born on the planet since Adam and Eve have been born with a sin nature with a sin problem, with a sin virus. And the good news is is that the solution for our sin problem is the story of Christmas. It's the rescue story. It's a, a story of redemption that Jesus came and as the uh, uh, cantata writer John W. Peterson put it a number of years ago, born to die that man might live, came to earth, new life to give. He came to earth with the, the purpose-driven life. For the Son of Man came what to seek and to save the lost. And so perhaps the most familiar verse in all the Bible, the Apostle John puts it very clearly in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but should have what? Everlasting life. And I love behind me the the connection between the, the cradle here and the cross because they're intimately connected. Jesus came, but he came for a purpose and a reason, and he came to die for you and for me. And so the scriptures tell us that Whoever believes in him. What does it mean to believe in him? Well, there, there are two key things. First of all, need to, we need to understand who he is. We need to believe in the person of Jesus. That he is who he claimed to be. It was C.S. Lewis who made this uh, statement. And uh, Josh McDowell quotes it in his book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. C.S. Lewis said, Jesus considered who men believed him to be of fundamental importance. C.S. Lewis, professor at Cambridge University and once an agnostic, wrote, I am trying here to prevent anyone from saying the really foolish thing that people often say about him, that I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic, which his family accused him of being, or else he would be a liar. You must make your choice. He is either who he claimed to be, the Lord of lords and the King of kings, or he was a liar because he claimed to be the Son of God, or he was a lunatic. And so C.S. Lewis doesn't give us a whole lot of wiggle room when it comes to who Jesus is. And so whoever believes, believes that Jesus is the Son of God and not only believes in the person of Christ, but he has to believe, you have to believe in the 
the work of Christ. The work of Christ, the finished work of Christ is what? His death, His burial, and His resurrection. And when we believe in Him, we believe that who He is, and we believe that what, what He did on the cross, and in, through His dying on the cross and His shed blood, He paid for your sin and my sin. And when we receive that gift of eternal life, we have the wonderful gift that uh, God has given to us. And the uh, efficacy, the effectiveness of Jesus' death on the cross to pay for our sin debt is 100%. And it doesn't last just for six months. It doesn't last for just a short period of time. And then we have to do it all over again. No, it lasts a lifetime. And Jesus said to the woman at the well, whoever drinks this water at Jacob's well is going to thirst again. But whoever drinks the water that I give, and he's offering the, the, the water of eternal life, they will never, ever thirst again. And so the Apostle Paul closes the Second Corinthians, his letter to the Corinthians, and he says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And I'll just close with Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, some of my favorite verses in all the Bible. Here's how the Apostle Paul puts it. God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Here's the gospel in a nutshell. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's the good news. That's the very reason why Jesus came. Would you join me in uh, in prayer? And uh, as I pray, maybe our men can uh, make their way to the front. They're going to help uh, serve with uh, uh, communion as well. Lord, we are so grateful that uh, we can sing and rejoice. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. And Lord, thank you for um, the fact that you saw our need and you sent your most precious possession, your son, Jesus, to come down to this world, to live a a perfect, sinless life, the God-man, and to go all the way to the cross and to bear the sin of the world. And Lord, thank you for uh, the wonderful truth that those of us that that believe in who Jesus is and put our faith and trust in him, we can have the assurance and the gift of eternal life. And Lord, thank you that the effectiveness of that is 100% guaranteed. He that has the Son has life. He that doesn't have the Son doesn't have life. And so, Lord, we thank you for the, the baby in the manger that grew up to be our shepherd, our Savior, and our Redeemer. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name.